Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Lois Effect on Universal Energy Radio. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. Hello. How you doing? How are you doing, girl? <laughs> oh, my Lord. So much is going on. Mm-hmm. Woo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just so you know, I think what's happening, you tell me, because energetically we're very akimbo. <laughs> Good word. We're akimbo. akimbo. Good word. Akimbo. That um, as we are growing in depth, understand, understanding, clarity of consciousness, and we are navigating this insanity of life place of feeling how we would navigate up until this point knowing at a very deep unconscious level that that no longer serves us and then there's like this moment of intersectionality where um, your default setting is going to just go into the central nervous system. It's going to go into the anxiety. It's going to go into the trauma. It's going to go into, you know, all the, the storms that one has withstood and survived. But then you kind of check yourself for a second and you're identifying that you're letting go of an old way of being you still feel the same way. You're still feeling your nervous system reacting. You're still feeling the um, entrance to the rabbit hole of anxiety. But the difference is that you have the clarity to recognize it, identify this as this is the only way to let it go, that it feels like you're just doing the same, you know, you're just doing what you've always done. It's always been your default setting. But then now we have an option to open another tab. We can close the old tabs and open a new tab, right? And having that gratitude for sort of catching yourself Mm. and that there there is a path of not knowing because the familiar is the anxiety and, and the fear and all of that. But then in the identification, understanding this is part of the process to let it go, then through that clarity, even though it doesn't diminish the anxiety, but you're not down, you're not down the rabbit hole. You're just on the parameter. And then if you just glance <laughs> a little bit, there's no longer the rabbit hole. There's no longer a fork in the road because we just would always live with the fork in the in the, in the road. Mm-hmm. Then it's mm-hmm. just a path of walking unknown, but knowing that this is ascension. This is progress. This is leveling up. This is gratitude. This is uh, understanding. Oh, I actually caught uh, myself before doing something that wasn't in my best interest or I caught myself before going into a whirlpool of anxiety or I caught myself before be, before delaying taking action on mm. something. I caught myself, um, I made minimal mistakes. mistakes I made. I have nothing to beat myself up for because we give everybody a break to make mistakes, but we don't, which I've talked about mm-hmm. on the last show. Mm-hmm. So that's what sort of was going on um, seconds, literally, before the show uh, started. Again, thank goodness we are so wired intuitively, and there's a whole new landscape of how we are working and conducting and navigating. And then there's the baseline anxiety out my window. Thank you, monkeypox. So there's a baseline 
um, you know, what, what's going on when you open, when you, when you, you know, go out, go out in an unsafe, you know, environment. And, uh, yeah, I, I found myself, um, this is like with the, with the work thing, I found myself, um, intuitively, you know, you should really reach out to this, uh, to reach out to this agent to tell them there's a, there's a, there's a thing in casting where the casting director can do a thing that's called pinning an actor for a role. It sounds so old fashioned, you know, you're going to pin somebody like in the fifties and take them to prom, but pinning someone, pinning someone for a role means they don't officially have the job, but the casting director is so certain that they're going to book this that you want just to give the agent like a heads up because you don't want to lose them. Mm-hmm. So that's called pinning them. And because I'm working on multiple projects and things are crazy, I woke up, I woke up this morning and I'm like, oh my God, I should have, I should have pinned this person for this role. I should have done it on Monday. Not that our schedule's delayed. Not that we, I don't even know who the team wants to call back. All I know, opinion, she has this role. There's there's nobody else to play this role than this woman. Just from seeing her tape, I'm like, she. And I said to myself, well, I can I can do the letter after the show. I'm like, nope, I'm gonna do this right now because other things could happen and then I don't want to delay. And then this kind of recalibrates me being very focused in how we're doing business these days of my due diligence and honoring my intuition. Mm. But I had like eight minutes to do it before the show. So of course, you know, I'm very professional and I, uh, you know, doubled and triple checked everything, sent out this this email and um there was like a little bit of a of a delay. I had to uh, cut and paste something and then you know if you push the wrong thing then you go into a you go into a wormhole of like, no, I don't want to look at what's on Amazon. I want to go mm-hmm. here, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the anxiety the anxiety and all of a sudden it was so familiar of how I used to just abandon myself and live in that space of anxiety, whether it, it, it what, regardless of which area of my life that that would, you know, um, be a part of. And I'm like, it was so familiar. So I was, mm. you know, for those two moments, you know, seconds, so familiar. Uh, my heartbeat was accelerating. It kind of happened when I was in Atlanta with you guys. When I realized I, the enormity of the work that I had to do, but then I, this is why I borrowed your laptop because right. I needed to go between two different screens. Right. And Anna was like, I was out, I was out in the lanai. Anna was in her office and she could hear my breathing getting labored, getting short. Like she could tell like, you know, and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, um, I need to, and I was on a deadline. So this is why every day that I was in Atlanta, I mean, thank God it worked out, best office ever. You know, every day that I was in Atlanta, I had to do a couple hours of work. I mean, it worked out great. And thanks to you, I was able to borrow your Mac, and I was able to uh, meet that my anxiety was handled, but it hadn't shifted. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. It hadn't shifted. It hadn't shifted at that point, right? And and this was a deadline for my NYU job. Now I'm be, being you know just thrown into the deep end of the ocean with casting multiple projects, which is great. Thank you, God. Um, so, but I'm readapting to a new playing field because it's multiple projects. And we're emerging COVID, and there's software that I'm not used to, that I'm getting used to, um, that I haven't used in a long time, and doing different things at the same time with similar, similar deadlines. Uh, and not to mention that I'm teaching this afternoon. There's a lot, and I, 
have to figure out what the kids are going to have for dinner. And, you know, just, it's just this whole, this whole thing. But the beauty of this, even though I had, you know, at this point, five minutes to before the show was going to start, I said, oh, I'm just recognizing this to let this go. Okay. And I kept saying to myself, no, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. This is different. This is different. And I was able to send the email and make myself a cup of coffee and get on the show on time and work through this. So I think that's what's going on in terms of the old patterns, recognizing it, letting it go, and then walking in the unknown, but with that faith, with that being just, being as as my, one of my favorite speakers, Michael Singer, as Michael Singer says, walking um, in the path of not knowing and I love the metaphor of the person that has to use the cane that can't see and that you are navigating knowing where not to walk. So we know where not to walk. So I know not to walk in that uh, uh, rabbit hole of anxiety, but I can walk in witness consciousness and to be the witness, even being anxious to be the witness so it's not the anxious person witnessing, but it's the person underneath all of that. It's not even the person. It is the being. It is mm. the infinite being observing um, the person who is experiencing the feeling of anxiety, but that the witness does not have anxiety. The same way, and this is what he says, the same way the moon, the star, and the sun have been here infinitely and always will be impartial observers, impartial witness, being an impartial witness to your life Hmm. and then using your consciousness as a barometer to the understanding and to the growth. That's what's going on, girl. All right, so, well, we're done now. I know. We're done now for a show. Yeah, no, no. If you need to reach us, you can send an email. Uh, <laughs> Hello. So much going on. Right? Mm. But those are, those are exactly the things that we, we catch on to when we are, when we have been doing the work and we start making those, those, those really small changes. Because that, that's a, yes. that's a little tweak. Yes. That's a shift in perspective that you don't even yes. think about, you know, nope. you, but, you, but what you are is you're catching yourself. You're not thinking too much about it, you know, while you're in it, but you're just sort of, oh, wait, 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 wait. There's just something internal that, that maybe makes you like turn your head left or something like that. You know, just something small. And you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You know, I, yeah, let, let me just, let me just run through things that I know, I know to be true in this moment. You know, and, and sometimes right. it's just being, we talk about being present, you know, we talk about being in your body, like for you to to be oh. that way means you don't fall through train tracks, you know, and not anymore, but, it, but that, that is what, what you needed because that's such a huge example of, oh my God, of what does happen and what has happened in the past. So, yeah, you know, like you're. Your 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 body and your soul it's like they're all kind of syncing up, and they're starting to get in alignment, which is really yeah. Uh, it's, it's sometimes uh, it's crazy. Unfathomable as far as how powerful that can be. You know, if we talk about well, we yes. only use maybe ten percent of our brains, and what about the other ninety percent? You know, so if, exactly when we're in alignment, what does that mean? Like you know, physically, structurally. For those of you who go to chiropractors, if you know, if you do, when you do get right. adjusted, you know how that feels. Like that, there's like, it's like, oh, this release, and then that mm-hmm. feeling. Of, yeah, this is this is how it's supposed to feel. I gotta remember this. Right. You know, I gotta right. remember that this is how right. it's supposed to feel. Right. And right. Um, and so the from that 
period of time when you are adjusted and then, you know, you go about your everyday life and you have to move and your body does different things. Right. And right. At, over time, you know, things get a little off and, and we may not feel it yet, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it takes that bit of time. And, and as we, as that time gets shorter and shorter and shorter, um, maybe because we are listening to ourselves, we are listening to, you know, that, that little twinge doesn't mean let's, uh, you know, let's, let's take a whole bunch of pain medication and power through, you know, no, exactly. Like a, maybe, exactly. maybe we do that, maybe we do that for a, maybe a little bit of, you know, aspirin or whatever, and, but then making the appointment um, and, and making, you know, going, going to those appointments saying, you know, I know I feel just a little bit off and it doesn't have to be a big deal. It's just, for some people that's just called maintenance and not waiting until, you know, you're all jacked up <laughs> and you can't ignore it. Right. You have to go. Right. Um, right. Right. It's right. To, to maintain on a quantum level is just so much better. Right. You know, I'd rather stretch for 10 minutes a night than like wait until like I'm in chronic pain and then I need hip replacement or what have you. Well, yeah. 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 And what I really appreciated on Instagram, I actually took a screenshot of it, um, was what Joe Dispenza had posted. And um, I'll text it to you. And he says, imagine learning you can bring your attention within. Find nothing more meaningful than your beating heart and feel true gratitude and love. Imagine realizing you can let go of an idea you held about yourself or another person and suddenly be free. Wow. I'm texting that to you right now. I love Uh, it. Yeah, that to me really, really hit home. And if we just focus on following the feeling and I had a really nice talk with my one of my best, best friends and also a listener of this show, uh, my girl Tara from L.A. And um, I was talking to her about my, um, I don't even know what to call this person, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. about my, situ- my, my situationship, connectionship, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she... I was like sort of getting in my head a little bit like, am I just like being okay in this, in this, in this uh, situation because I'm not valuing myself? Like I'm so aware of pattern of lack of value and how I've been shifting that, especially the last, you know, two years of uh, perception. And I think because of that, within the last year, um, I have really leveled up in in many areas, but I was questioning um, in this situation with this person if I wasn't, if I was unconsciously not valuing myself enough. It's not true. And what she's, it's not true. I was just in my head. It's not true. And then, of course, you know, I'm on this, you know, eight-hour date. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? Clearly he's into you. Stop it. But anyway, um, but what she said, what was so helpful, she said, if you just get into the space of feeling, the feeling, of the preferred feeling of what you'd like for any given circumstance or situation, and then leave the rest Again, like I said with Larry, with Michael Singer, walking in the unknown, right? So even with this Joe Dispenza quote, okay, just get into that it's meaningful enough. You don't need any more than that. The thing that has the most meaning is your own heartbeat, okay? That's the quote that I just read. My girlfriend's saying the, just to, to embody the feeling of, of what it feels like to experience what you'd like. So I took her advice and I did like a little you know a little meditation you know for five or ten minutes whatever just slowly deeply breathing and just feeling without any identification just feeling what I would like to so of course you know you're on a date with somebody that you're really into and you have a great time but you know no label 
because that's me because I'm crazy. No, no, not late. No, 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 no. Um, but I wanted to feel safe. I wanted to feel free. I wanted to feel happy. I wanted to feel the joy of fun. I wanted to feel enthusiasm. I wanted to feel passion. I wanted to feel, uh, you know, the, um, the profound sensitivity. I just focused on do- all those feelings and what they and how they would coalesce into just a vibe. We had we always have a great time, but we had such an amazing time across the board, and it was even like forget like the boyfriend girlfriend thing. It was just like so profound as two people who've known each other for decades that have recently reconnected and that we're finding our, our ways toward this, you know, reimagined uh, present day friendship. It was amazing. Mm. The conversation, everything, amazing. And we only drank one glass of wine between the two of us. We're talking sober AF. Sober AF. I'm so proud of him because, you know, I'm psychic, but I'm not saying nothing. And on his own, really getting his health in check. Really getting it together. And I'm seeing this person really emerging in such a, a, a wonderful, a wonderful way. I'm so happy to be witness to it. Mm. Yeah. So to, so to be the witness and to, to be comfortable in the unknown, to follow the feeling. So even just now with everything that was going on, where I was going back to that place of anxiety, um, Anything that's tied into what is allowing me to be financially independent and taking care of my household. Like, I love them. I'm at the point now that my ex-husband, well, first of all, I never officially got child support. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whatever he thinks I've gotten is another story. Um, That's uh, that time. It is of no consequence if anything he gives benefits kids or not it doesn't because I don't need it that's amazing right and to uh, but I will be triggered if anything that is towards maintaining my household if I'm not delivering above and beyond because I need to keep any and every job that comes my way. And the witness part, and it's so great to do this show because we talk about it, and the witness part is to understand that everything in your life right now, tools, modules for moving through shifting your consciousness. Mm. So the takeaway Mm -hmm. could be the most significant thing is your heartbeat, just that, just living there, just living there. If that, if that's the, the the highest place to be. Being the witness, using your old stuff as gateways, and then as you, and then as I was taking deep breaths, because that's what happens, you know, when you get anxiety. As I was slowing my breath down. I'm like, okay, you can go now. Thank you. You can go. You can go now. I've never really consciously have done that before with, like, anxiety, you know, because it just escalates and you're just trying to manage it and soothe it, but you're not addressing it directly to let it go. That mm-hmm. was different 10 minutes ago or whatever it was. That's very interesting. Wow. Yeah, it's good. You're doing your thing. You're doing your work. Doing I love it. it. Doing it. Doing it. Yeah. Making, well, making discoveries. <laughs> making discoveries on the lowest effect. Yeah. Right. 
Nike Discovery. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. I, I, Lois, yeah, um, in her, in her, when she was here, she would, um, she'd have a, I think her business card was like, you know, it had to do with self-discovery, like practitioner of self-discovery, which was, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Making oh, see these, so things? see these things? <laughs> I say these things and I don't know anything. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love um, that. We do have a hand raised and I think I know who it is. Okay. Hello. Hello, lady. <laughs> it's Jen. Hey, yeah. I thought it was going to be Jen. Hi, darling. <laughs> You're a psych. Um, <laughs> it's nice to hear that everything's going pretty good. Well, it's 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 a lot. It's a minefield, but I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid in the minefield. I'm not saying, oh, let me just step on this so I, I can activate this and fall apart. So I'm not I'm I'm navigating and going and going through hoops and then catching catching myself and not beating myself up and you know embracing the minor mistakes that are of really no impact or I I practically catch the mistakes as they happen or I have the foresight to take inspired action you know I didn't want to beat myself up but like two seconds before I was realizing like, oh, let me just let go of the anxiety. I said, you should have, you know, you should have sent that email on Monday. It really is of no consequence because oh, it wasn't, it really was of no, it really was of no consequence. That's just me beating myself up. What did you just say? Never should on yourself. Mm, should have, well, yeah. People pay, good money for, many, people pay good money for that, but that's another show. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness! <laughs> exactly. No, thank you, Jack. So, would you like a card? I absolutely would. I've got like uh, it rain when it rains, it pours. I've got like all these job offers coming in, things I've applied. Oh like, wow! They all come in the same week. I'm like, oh, doesn't it sound <laughs> everything all at once? I know, right? Why is yeah. it like that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I am on and ready for you, our fabulous Jen. We love you. Okay. Okay. Um, wow, this message is so applicable. I'll say why in a minute. I'll say why. I'll say why in a minute. Okay, the number is eight seven three, and Ooh. here is the message: opportunity to catch up on much needed rest has profound significance, as this allows the process of dense energy to shift into light. Okay, we're going to talk about you in a second. Yesterday, I was so freaking tired, and I just paced myself. I didn't even leave the house. And also, I'm scared of monkeypox, but still, I didn't want to leave the house, and I didn't. And now I can hit the ground running today and be out there and do my thing. Oh, excuse me. Let me read the message one more time. Uh, the opportunity to catch up on much-needed rest has profound significance as this allows the process of dense energy to shift into light. And uh, Lisa, on uh, Tuesday's show, you were pre- kind of saying the same thing, that there were things that you knew that you needed to do, whatever, but it's like, no, nope, I'm not there yet, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This applies to that. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Ms. Jen? When you I, I feel like that's kind of been like the last, I don't know, maybe four to six months of just it, not necessarily needing to take action on anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and the sleep thing, like, that's good. Um, there, there have been days where I have, like, it's all of a sudden, boom, like that. Like, I'm exhausted. So I go, I lay, lay in my meditation chair for about 15 minutes. Yeah. I'm exhausted. I don't know where I go to because I feel like I go somewhere and then I'm up and I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, I do that too. I I take like little, little, like little mini disco naps, you know, 15, 20 minutes and then, okay, then I'm going to cook dinner. Then I'll go down again and then I'll, I'll, you know, look at work emails and then whatever, whatever it is, but just to allow that grace. I used to beat myself up, push through, push through, push through. No, we're not doing that. Mm -hmm. 
So, Alisa, what do you think about the 873? Well, you know, it, it goes from this number of manifestation and, you know, this is all the stuff you're, you know, it's working and you're doing your thing. And then it goes to seven. So like take it down a notch to seven and, mm-hmm, and seven mm-hmm. is that internal rest, right? That or you know, internal, right. internal work and it, and, and it's picking right. and choosing and it's being selective and it's understanding, um, you know, to understand yourself better means then that you'll understand what your next step needs to be. And then when that's supposed to happen. It just allows you to reset so you can use your best judgment and, and, and you're not flying off of the handle and being reactionary. Seven is not reactionary. Um, or oh. ideally, ideally it's not oh, yeah. reactionary. Mm-hmm. It's because it's, mm-hmm. it's really uh, uh, considered the different angles. It's prioritized. It's done a lot of work, but it's mm-hmm. stuff that um, in, in the decision is when you get to see like the the fruit of that labor is in the decision, um, and mm-hmm. and the seven is also under no obligation to have to explain that to anybody. Right. Um, right. It's just it's like okay, it's not like you know your brain is like okay, everybody, we're we're gonna take a step. So you you need to do this. You know, knee, you need to move up, leg. You know, you don't need to to do all that stuff. It just happens. Um, but knowing where to step also requires vision. It requires, you know, all these other things that you have to consider. And the more in tune you are with that internal scope of things, then, uh, and, and, and the less of you, you know, doubting yourself. But it's so sort of the same thing, like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't uh, rest for a moment. I need, to, I need to get it done. And usually that need, that statement to say I need to get it done is, is for show for other people. It's not necessarily That's for right. you. It's, no, it's, it's because you, you're thinking about what other people are maybe thinking about you. And it's like, ah, oh, it's, it's, it's just bullshit, you know? So, so you, um, that seven grounds this whole thing, but then look at the right. other side of it is a three, which is, which is creativity. It's energy. It's connection. Um, it's, it's, it's allowing the flow. And right. so then it's interesting because you, we move from this big number to a smaller number um, and it is about just maintaining like, like a, a, a healthy flow, a flow that makes sense. So it's not about a, a lot of giving and, and, and no receiving. So I didn't use taking, mm. I used receiving. Um, and all, all that whole sequence ends up being a nine. I mean, overall it is about oh, wow. knowing what to let go of, yeah. um, and and knowing what to let go of for the for the for the greater good, but for 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 understanding your understanding of what the bigger picture is, because it's always bigger than you think. Um, and and but some a part of it is this trust that you know because it feels right within, it feels like an, in good alignment within. Then the burden of making sure everyone else is comfortable or okay with it is taken off. Because it's it's for you, and then whoever is around you, whatever their journey is, or whatever that decision was, is not up to you to micromanage. So you're free right. from that. And right. then, but it also allows them to do the work they need to do. Right. Um, so you see how how this how this energy of the nine can be it can be very tumultuous, but it's also it's it's one of the biggest teachers because right. you've got to take care of your own stuff. And you allow right. other people to take care of their own stuff. And while that may seem really right. difficult, because maybe you have an answer that could apply for them, but if they don't want that, they're not going to take it. Mm-hmm. You can tell them. You can tell them what you think you need to happen. Um, so then you create maybe a level of dependence. Now, if you're a parent, then there's there are certain things that yeah, you, you know, you would want to do that for your kid, but your kid still has to do it. You know. And your kid has right. to get it, not just do it because you kept, you know, nagging him to do it. At some point, it's got to click for that kid to say, oh, you know what? I get it. And sometimes it's like when years later, <laughs> the kid who's an adult is like, you know what? You know, mom was always right. Yeah, I've probably done that, you know, 15 years ago. Right. <laughs> you know, right. It's, sometimes it's that. But it's whenever they get it or if they don't get it, it's not up to you. So when you can take care of your stuff, this is what's interesting is that that – 
that all that energy put into making sure everyone else is okay beyond, you know, what you need to do for yourself or, you know, despite what you have to do for yourself, all that shifts. Yeah. It's exactly what you've been talking about, Liz. And so for, for you, um, Jen, it's, it's, yeah, part of that is not beating yourself up, but recognizing, you know what, in that moment of me taking a break or, um, putting the brakes on something like it felt good. It felt good to mm-hmm. be still for a moment. It felt. It, oh my it, God! It, it served a huge purpose, right? It served mm-hmm. a huge purpose for me, and I'm clear. I don't need to give everybody that story necessarily, unless they ask for it. But I know what I needed to do, and and I'm so glad exactly. I right. honored myself. Yep. I'm so That's glad I did exactly. a spa day Amen. yesterday. You know, you know all those things. So. That's so right. That's right. So, That's right. We're so good at making ourselves wrong to kind of Thank make you. everyone else feel like, okay, so that's the status quo. So we can mm-hmm. stop doing that. We have to stop doing yep. it. Yeah. And even if it doesn't yep. make sense, even if it seems like, well, no one else does that. No one takes that day off. And, and you know, and even in the short, in the short term, it may seem like, mm, you know, somewhat questionable, but sometimes you just know. And you can't explain it, and you can't be like, well, wait, wait, just wait, because you don't want people, like, dogging your every nope. step. But you you are aware that there are bigger things happening here. And, like, you oh know, my God. not everything, not every, not every time, not everything is about you, you know. Not everyone can be on stage right. at the same time. You know? Right, <laughs> like, that's like right, that's right, that's out. right. Some people got to shuffle right. themselves around. Some things have to be said. That's some right. things have to be set up. And then you right. come in. And that's when you're that's right. that's when it's appropriate for you as yourself to come in, play your part, do your thing, uh, you know, and then whatever the next scene is, then you know, then whatever you do in the meantime is still your time. Everything is still your time. It's just sometimes you're gonna be in it with other people for a specific purpose and you can see it. And sometimes you don't see it, but it's still happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very cool. appropriate message. <laughs> Oh my God! No, what I thought when I yeah when I read it before I read it out loud, I'm like, oh my God, that it's like so to the point. How about for you, Joan? It's good, and I I like the three at the end. So the three at the end, you know, I like and and three. It would just say three is an action number. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the abundance, and the abundance, you know, have all of our needs been met? Yes, they have been. What I find, though, is from time to, and I don't think I'm alone in this. I think this is probably a lot of people, especially my age. Um, things, you know, especially with the bureaucracy and the hoops you have, because of fraud, I think it is, is I feel yeah. overwhelmed by the amount of um Stuff I need, like renewing insurance, like all these yep. different things. Like they've taken yep. the human component out of it, and I, I totally. Mm-hmm. And even the job application process—it's all automated. There's no human no component to it. It's like, and it's like a dating app. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, 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 I it is. I feel like we're we're moving in the wrong direction. Um, oh, yeah. The hotel we were staying in yesterday, Joe says to me, says. You want to check in? We can check in and get keys downloaded to our phone to get into the room. I'm like, I, oh, wow. I absolutely don't want to do that. That's crazy. So where are you? Are you in Canada? Or are you in, are you in Michigan? I was in Michigan last night. We went to uh, some charity thing. Oh, okay. And then all right, girl. Yeah, and stayed okay. over. But she was a man. Checking in, all right. <laughs> okay, girl. The room mm-hmm. was like, what? all right. What? You don't have to go to the desk to check in. But I don't want that. I want there to be someone at the front. I I, you know, I want that to right. be a job for something. If we eliminate all the jobs, what are people going to do? Drugs. Because they've got nothing else to do. Oh, my God. No, it's crazy <laughs> how you can unlock, unlock the door with, with uh, your phone. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Cause I, that, no, it's crazy because I've, I've, I've done that for certain um, workspaces that I have access to. It's like yeah. you just do it through an app, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, the door's unlocked. I'm like, excuse me, how that happen? Yeah, it's weird. But, yeah, like I don't need a tracking device on me 24-7. Well, I would like to be right. free of this tether. This tether exactly. does nothing. You know, I don't want to be reachable. 
So, but at the same time, you know, in certain circumstances, you're going to have to be reachable. But, yeah. You know, Let's just put the phones away for a bit. Let's not become overly reliant on technology because, yep. you know, they, they think they're going to avoid, you know, scams and this and that, but it's going to get even worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My worst, it's, uh, it's crazy. Go ahead. My worst fear, like, my, my is being framed. <laughs> like, but, but the way that everything's set up now, like, I'm going to get framed for something. It's not going to be me. <laughs> but yeah. Little, some people fear no. death. I fear getting framed. <laughs> no, the, scar- the, scams are, the scams are crazy. And um, the ma- as a matter of fact, I got turned on to a podcast that talks about, that is all about like this incredible, uh, I'm going to actually text it to you, Elisa. I was so riveted. I was. I'd rather. I'd rather listen to the podcast than watch TV. That this is how. This is how good it was. And they're like ten, like thirty-minute episodes. I'm gonna text it to you. It is insane. The amount of fraud and scams that are all over the place. It's. It's astounding. I mean, it, I talk about a virus. That's a pandemic. The pandemic of fraud. Like so, so Jen, you have every, um, you know, every reason to have that concern, you know. And I always think tw- think twice before I see like a, you know, a, a a weird text or a weird email. And 99% of the time, I'm like, scam, scam, delete, delete. delete. And the, and it's incredible how um, insidious it is. So it's it's not I don't feel it's paranoia at all um, to be to be uh, hyper aware. But Elise, I'm just sending this to you now, girl. Okay. Trust me, trust me. Please listen to this. Trust me, like in your car, whatever, whatever. Okay. Trust me. It is so freaking good. We'll, we'll discuss. But anyway, it's called uh, for those that are interesting. We'll discuss. It's called Chameleon. Hollywood Con Queen, and it's wherever you get podcasts, but the name of it is Chameleon Hollywood Con Queen. I recommend it. One of the best podcasts I've ever heard. I mean, I lost my mind. So, so good. And Oh, oh, I think I heard of her. The the one who, okay, I think I did. Like, I heard like a snippet of. Listen to this podcast. You'll lose your mind. It's so freaking good. Yeah. Highly interesting. Yeah, highly entertaining, and 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 this is very specific to the film industry, but it's but you could see the depth of whether it's uh, a scam coming from Nigeria, which is very common, or other places in the world. It's just to see the inner workings of it. it it's you know, it's I think it's more interesting because it's 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 taking place within the landscape of the film industry. What I like about it is that it explains it for a lay audience, you know, like certain certain things that, you know, I'm aware of that maybe not the general public, but it really explains it in, in a really cool way. But mm. it, it's, oh, better than any soap opera. I lost my mind. So good. <laughs> so good. I highly recommend it. Better than the callers on Blog Talk to me. This is a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it, 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 it's a close mm. second. <laughs> you listen to enough shows it's the same people but you can hear how their lives are going it's true I imagine yeah. that's probably very true that's that's really funny <laughs> that's really funny the real reason why Jen listens to blog talk I do it for the soap <laughs> opera <laughs> I can listen I can do my work <laughs> How's Pat doing? <laughs> Look at you. She, she, she knows all the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> My goodness. She just knows. That's so funny. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate your uh, 873. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And congratulations, though. I mean, you know, you're, you're getting all this... All this uh, 
uh, all the opportunities are coming to you. I mean, it can, I can see how it can be like, good Lord, you know, you know, when it, like you said, when it rains, when it rains, it pours. It's like, well, you know, get a bucket, you know, and uh, yeah. <laughs> well, one, yeah, it's funny because one of them is a fraud investigator, but it's it's investigating fraud in an area where I'm not really. There are a lot of areas I could investigate fraud, but this one oh, isn't necessarily crazy. in my wheelhouse. So I'm like, wow, oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy that that's what you do when we're talking about? I didn't I didn't realize that, and we're talking about like fraud. That's crazy. Yeah, well, it's funny, but it's, that, that's weird. So yeah, this that's really you. So yeah, so there's a double layer for of maybe if you check out this podcast just to see like because there's a whole team of investigative journalism that's mm-hmm. taking place. So it's done in such an intelligent, you know, well written, well explained manner but that's mm-hmm. so that's so so cool which is which is the job that kind of again like we talked about just the following the feeling which lines up with like your heartbeat and the feeling without any sort of you know mental labeling which one do you uh, think whether you have the experience or not which one just sort of elicits that heartbeat kind of feeling for you None of them. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That's a good answer. But I have been doing a tarot card pull a day, and so I feel like, you know, where I may be lacking in some areas, I can make up for it. Um, of course you can. So I'm, I'm using humor, you know, I'm, you know and, and it's a regular practice. Like you guys do on your Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's a regular practice that I've been doing. So um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm – Doing, I, I feel like I've sort of missed my mark in terms of, you know, career-wise. And right now I feel like it's status quo, but that doesn't mean you need to be bored in other areas of your life. So, of course not. Um, yeah. So, they, yeah, they, they're all fine. They're all fine. They're, they're, and it's interesting. Like, I, I'll, I'll always be learning from what it is that I'm doing. So, and that's We're where I tend to be bored. Right, yeah. right. And when you say it's not in your wheelhouse, it's not in your wheelhouse right now. There's always going to be, you know, with any position you're in, there's always going to be sort of relearn. even if you had experience, it relearning their system, you know? And, and the so, one that, you know, it, it does involve an element of fraud as well, the one that uh, I think that I'm going to end up taking. So, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So there, there are, like, you know, what, why are you saying, yeah, I can investigate it a little bit further, but it's not, pri- the primary focus isn't fraud. So the other one, it is. Right. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, so do you, yeah, if you, do you find that right. um, that if you're because of because if it is focused on fraud, do you find that you you kind of look for that everywhere? You know, not just at work, but you're kind of wired to now look at things like give it a second glance. Mm, that's just, a good question. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I saw something the other day that I went. You know, that's. I should assume that everyone is good. Like, just assume right off the bat that everyone is good that you meet, despite, you know, what they look, you know, what, what, where they seem like they're right. coming from. And then, you know, it's up to them to prove you wrong. So, but assume right off the bat that everyone is good and then just take it from there. So, if I you like run that. in, assuming, yeah, assume, assuming that, you know, oh, this person does, I don't understand, or blah, blah, blah. This, this Nigerian text, you know. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Dr. Phil, every now and then I watch Dr. Phil. And he has uh-huh. these old ladies, old ladies on that get bamboozled oh, by they, these they people. They target them. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But he actually takes his investigators to Nigeria or wherever they're from, mostly Nigeria. And like, right. goes to the villages where these people are going. Oh, I love that. that oh, my gosh. the only person that. doing it, yeah. <laughs> I love that. But, uh, yeah, so, so, yeah, so I don't know if you're going to check out the, the podcast that I recommended, but, yeah, boy, does it really get into the underbelly of the extent of fraud and scamming, like, that I've never even imagined could be yeah. could, could exist. And it's, it's un, unbelievable. Yeah, so if I get, like, a, a weird text or weird email that I even have, like, a scintilla of doubt, I'm like, delete. <laughs> you know, that's it. So I'm like, nope, nope, not today, Satan. Nope, nope, <laughs> not today. 
Um, we're not doing that today. About two weeks ago, we were driving through Michigan, and there was this guy sitting on the corner, and he was down and out, and he, he looked like he was crying, and I, I genuinely oh. felt like he was crying. So I said, come on, let's go to the, because we had to go to a party store anyways. So we went to the party store. I got him two really big beers, and I said, give me five bucks so I can give it to him. So we drove, went around, drove back. Uh, I gave him the two beers and the five bucks. Um, so we drove, we had to go and do a Michigan U-turn again coming back. And there was another guy walked over to him, took his beers away. What? I was, I, it was like, that was his, that was his pimp. I, I don't know what I do. I'm like, oh, this is horrible. But then, you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you, there's nothing. There's, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's not, there's, there's nothing you can do, and and it has nothing to do with your generosity. It has nothing to do with anything. And uh, yeah, it's like it, that's that's the path that the, that what, for whatever reason this incarnation is to show them this area of existence, this experience rather of existence. I mean, not that it makes any kind of sense, but anything that can exist in the field of possibility, the good, bad, the beautiful and horrendous and unspeakable is mm-hmm. a potential, you know? Yeah. And that's why, that's why this is such a shit show because we're going to have the most glorious and beautiful moments of divine and profound experience and love. And then we're going to have children getting raped. It's all in the scope of possibility. And it's it's, the horrendous exists as well as the profound. It's a hard thing, very difficult thing to grapple with. But it's the only explanation uh, that works for me thus far in terms of why do babies die? Why is there injustice? Why is there hate? Why that's the only thing that can allow my brain to sort of understand. I know that once I'm no longer in this form, the clarity will come instantaneously, but this is just a placeholder in the meantime. Yeah. yeah. To exist in the in the in the field of infinite potential. But oh my God, I mean it's ridiculous. <laughs> no wonder he was crying. You know? <laughs> now no wonder he was crying. No wonder he was crying because he wasn't in fear. Yeah, and we don't know. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what hierarchy exists in, in that subculture. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just oh what a freaking shit show. It's just what yeah. a mess. Well, what it, it brings mess. up. It brings up. Um, it brings up really like again back to what you were talking about in your realization of yourself and, and the choices you you've made and how it's changed a little bit it incrementally mm-hmm. to where you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's not, let's not go down this one. Like we're fine. You know, it's like it, making those mm-hmm. shifts because you can look at anybody and most of I mean, think about it this way. If everything in, in the field of possibility, it exists. So right. you've got the whole spectrum then of everything, mm-hmm. of everything. So what are you choosing? Like, one, what are right. you choosing to do? And also, what are you choosing to look at um, that, that will then shape you where, into where, you know, like, like, like the question I was asking about, are you then wired to look at, well, is that potential fraud? So, you know, we know that obviously you could do it that way. And then you can do it like, like Jen is doing. Like, well, that feels like crap to do that, to think that way, <laughs> to think so poorly <laughs> of all of us. So I have to give right. people the benefit of the doubt. Um, I know what to do if I notice something, but, but, you know, I have to be aware that each person has to just allow each person to show up. Now that's, um, that's a very, you know, I think higher vibration, obviously it, it, it's a different way of looking at things. If you ask the average person, um, you know, they may say the same, maybe something along the same lines, but you know, then you get to some people who are like, no, they don't look like me. I don't trust them. Uh, no, they're not from here. I don't right. trust them. Um, right, and so right. it, it, it's, it's, so we get to see all of that, but because everything exists, it, we have to be very aware of what are we choosing to focus on? Like what is our entertainment? Right. Most of it's all about the strife, you know, and, and while you can right. get a lot of, um, you learn a lot, you learn a lot from your contrasts. But if you're bombarded yeah. by that all the time, you know, right. wh- what does that do if you're not aware? 
if you're not aware, because if you're aware, you're like, okay, I'm not going to watch the news or I'm, I'm going to limit right. my time on this. I have to go outside. Right. I have to do something else. You try to find other things to balance out so you're not just down that rabbit hole of what we right. consider reality, which is not really reality. It's, right. You know, it's, it's all contrived, you know. <laughs> A lot of it is right. What happens right. if we put everyone in this room and they have, we have to give, you know, it's, it's an escape room. Why are escape rooms so popular? You know, it's are you kidding me you're gonna pay for that <laughs> you're gonna pay <laughs> step into my life pick an era you want to i'll give me an escape room how about two weeks ago really <laughs> pay for that how's wrong with people <laughs> jesus christ i don't get it i'm sorry that's ridiculous <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, let me just manufacture more anxiety. The well, hell. and that's that's what a lot of us do, though. I mean, it, yeah. and, 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 and I get that some people say, well, you know, it's an escape. And so I know that it no. doesn't happen, but it's interesting how we can, you know, like our brain doesn't know. Our brain, like our brain doesn't know if we're lying or not. You know, well, we know if we're lying. But, you know, if, if something is true or not, if it's, it's a visual, it's like, oh, I mean, that's why, you know, that's why men salivate at the, you know, looking at breasts. It's like, oh, well, you know, right. it, it, it right. could just be a picture. It's like, oh, all right, I'm triggered, you know. So right. there's a lot that goes on. And if we're not aware of any of it or even a small portion of it, uh, we end up like on, on, on automatic pilot. And that's why, that's why it's called programming. You know, we got people, oh, this is the program for the day. Like, okay, well, I guess I'll. Right. Watch uh, a few hours of gratuitous violence, followed by a few hours of gratuitous sex, followed by right. a few hours of reality TV. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know, uh, and and when we wonder why we we don't really know what to think, you know, right. we don't really know, uh, or 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 we or we've numbed ourselves because mm-hmm. we feel too much. Mm-hmm. Right. Because everything exists. Everything does exist. That's the hope. There you go. That's exactly, you're right. Everything, the potential exists or it does, and it does exist. And that's why it's so insane. It's just, it's ludicrous. It's just so insane. Well, anyway, uh, we love you, Jen. Enjoy your time. And uh, whichever position you land in will be wonderful. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you'll, you'll let us know what's going on. Have a good weekend. Love you. Bye. You too. Love you. Have fun. Bye. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, on that note, um, final thoughts? Well, yeah, everything, everything does exist. So be aware of what you're, Mm -hmm. what you're choosing and what's coming from you. And, and, and like you did, what would you, what would you want? What would you imagine it to be? And, and go from there. Like what was, you know, right. what, what, may, right. what would make it the best possible scenario for yourself? We don't always do that. Right. And We don't and do that. Right. We don't do it enough, definitely. We don't always do right. it. And when we do, it's not, it's, not, uh, it's not on a consistent basis. So I think right. you, can, you can start really appreciating, appreciating your life because you're, you're literally creating it and you're, you're, put, you're right. putting in those feelings. So that's very powerful. Right. Place, it's, 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 you aspire that your heartbeat is the ultimate. And then you aspire and you feel the feeling you want to feel without naming it or naming the circumstance or naming something external that that's going to create that feeling. You can generate that. And you follow the feeling, live in the unknown, have that faith and trust, and be a witness and see what happens. Mm. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So on that note, if you guys would like to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail.com. And we are scheduled to, be, to get back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Take care of yourselves and each other. Please stay safe. And as always, let the light do the work and shoot brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you. Bye.